This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs Preview is available thanks to Joel, one of our patrons. Uh, if you would like to hear the rest of the episode or patronize an episode, head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Thank you. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking about Super Mario 3D World, which is a 3D platformer developed and published by Nintendo for the Wii U in 2013. Yeah. And if you were uh, wondering whether the most recent Mario games kept up the trend of almost exclusively using like old school stripper jazz as the music <laughs> uh, it did at a given point it it seems like someone's gonna come out and do an old-timey strip te- tease Ba-da-ba-ba. So, you know, this big band you know just uh-oh somebody's coming out of the cake <laughs> mario's about uh just luigi just yeah. uh just covered in balloons and on every uh yeah, on yeah. every major beat he just pops another one <laughs> yeah yeah like toad walks up and pops it with his you know his prehensile tongue or something Mm -hmm. um yeah this uh this episode is executive produced by uh joel thank you joel 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 uh thank you Mm -hmm. i appreciate this not only is this uh this is a great game but also just like the palette cleanser to clear all palette cleansers Mm -hmm. of anything yeah like what a what a goddamn joy this is so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um oh. just uh j- just a Goldilocks of a game. Mhm. Yeah. Uh it's our premium episode, so we're going to be doing generalities for all and then uh patrons will get to hear the entire episode. Uh if you go to patreon.com/duckfeedtv. Yes. Um and uh, let's get into this. Uh in this game, for as much as story uh matters in a Mario game, Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Toad, the old Doki Doki Panic crew, uh they head to the Sprixy Kingdom to rescue seven of the Sprixy princesses uh who have been captured by Bowser. They've been jarred, Gary. Mm-hmm. Uh he's been boxing Helena's <laughs> oh, Bowser. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know what the fuck a Sprixie is and I still don't know. And it's great. Yep. What, what a, what a, what a good way to just backseat yeah. the story of this fucking game. Um, <laughs> I love the way this, that it tells uh, that story actually just by, um, pictogram and only yeah. at the beginning and end. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Only the beginning and the end is real key. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, just, you got, got about a minute of wandering around and then you're just playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is so good. Um, this game, uh, is the killer app 3d Mario that came out for the Wii U. Mm -hmm. Um, if you recall that system, which it was good then too. Yeah. Like as a, as a Wii U owner, that was my favorite Wii U game. 
Um, but nobody really talked about it, but it got re-released in 2020 on the Switch. Yes. Uh, which is what we both played it on. Yeah. And so now it's kind of part of a uh, part of the conversation. And I think there were people who uh, probably got that re-released for Bowser's Fury, which we are going to talk about mm-hmm. a little bit. It's not going to be a major part of the episode, but I've played probably a third of it. And Gary, you've played all of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people um, hopped in for that and then found out like, oh, this 3D world is actually really good. <laughs> um, yeah, exceptionally good. Yeah. Uh, so this is kind of the bigger console version of what Nintendo did with another really good game, um, Super Mario 3D Land um, on the 3DS, uh, kind of bringing the uh, kind of uh, classic obstacle course style levels to a 3d engine so think like mario one through three uh maybe a little bit of galaxy uh there's not really an emphasis on kind of persistent worlds and these large courses that have multiple ways to highlight different stars like these are all very explicit uh contained courses that are kind of built around these you know fun visual or or mechanical themes and they go by real quick and the next one could be entirely different from it well often is you know this is um you know this is not to be confused with the new super mario brothers yes games like this is somewhere between that and galaxy right you know 3d matters but 3d only matters to a degree Mm -hmm. uh in this which i think is is a really nice happy middle yeah um it's a it's a kind of shallow 3d uh by which i mean it's not terribly expansive in either axis um uh but uh you know you are kind of going along what appears to be you know 3d diorama versions of these old courses that kind of use some of the uh ability to make you know these contours uh to make really interesting Mm -hmm. fun play spaces no it's it is uh 3d to the degree to which it uses to hide secrets yes you know it takes advantage of 3d to uh add more little hidden details to the levels uh which is a good use of 3d mm-hmm. you know it's not just uh you know you don't have that big wide open space uh feeling and if you want that that's what you get from bowser's fury yeah um the uh so you know pretty different then uh, definitely different than Mario 64 and Mario Sunshine mm-hmm. um, and even Mario Odyssey, even though Mario Odyssey did have kind of self-contained worlds yes. uh, that you went to. Um, this is, you know, as we mentioned, this kind of hybrid, um, but you're still 3D Mario, which mm-hmm. means that you're running and jumping and throwing. Um, you can do wall jumps. Uh, you are uh, basically interacting with a long series, like a, a endless almost on the series of imaginative little obstacle elements that will change how you get around um just kind of the either visually or mechanically uh these kind of things yes and uh, as you mentioned before short like these are these are these are bite size these Mm -hmm. are snacks yeah and these kind of have the framing or the trapping of old style mario levels down to the point where they have time limits these can be extended with pickups and flagpoles at the end yes yeah uh, flagpoles yeah. that your little cat Mario or cat Peach can uh, can scamper up to cheat and always get the maximum score. <laughs> yeah, and luckily score doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> so it doesn't. Uh, it has some of these vestigial elements to it, which are things that I don't. You know, I don't think the time limit adds a whole lot. No, uh, you know, to this game, like I would, I would omit that. 
Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's also generous enough to where it doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is kind of steeped in a lot of classic Mario kind of iconography. Um, a good number of old power-ups return, uh, even if they have some slightly different uh, um, kind of functions to them. So like the Fire Flower is here. You've got the Magic Leaf mm-hmm. from Super Mario 3, which uh, which turns you, it gives you the uh, Tanuki suit. Uh, minus the statuification kind of stuff. It's pulling in um, power-ups like from uh, the main series and also like up into Super Mario 3D Land and the new Super the new Super Mario Brothers uh, kind of stuff. Yeah. It's it specifically it's not Tanuki. It's just the raccoon. Yes, Mario. Because and then and you also cannot fly. Yeah, it. It, it, it's, it just gives you kind of like a hover. It's it's weird. Mm-hmm. It, it's a it's the full body suit. It's like the onesie with the ears and the raccoon tail. Uh, whereas mm-hmm. in Mario three, it, it it turned him into a little hybrid character, you know. Yeah, just yeah. it just made him grow a tail. Yes, painfully. <laughs> like it just like bone. You could hear the bones cracking and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was just really I'm no, a monster. No <laughs> Mama me, it's borrowing massa from my penis. <laughs> the uh, yeah, usually when Mario transforms, it just borrows extra mass from different areas of his body. Yes, yeah, and that's the main one. This is Resident um, Evil. Biomass conservation matters. Yeah, yeah, it just gets less <laughs> dense. Um, the uh, there are a couple of other power ups, but the game's kind of premiere one, the the one that shows up on the cover, is the Super Bell, mm-hmm. which gives you a cat Mario. What a um, great mascot! Like this is, yeah. I mean, when we talk about this game among ourselves, we just call it Cat Mario. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and just boy, like uh, it's it's cute as a button. Mm-hmm. It's not quite B Mario cute. Mm-hmm. Like, B. Mario is really cute because he's constantly kind of waggling his butt at you. Yeah. In a way that, that doesn't seem like presenting. It, seems, it just seems like adorable. <laughs> it's a little dance, you know? you know? Yeah. Yeah, he's just like, hee-hee, I got a stinger, you know? I'll mm-hmm. die if I, if I sting you, but I might. <laughs> um, this is also incredibly cute and yeah. uh, really, really useful. Um, you get a claw attack, which is very similar to your melee attack with the uh, raccoon mm-hmm. uh, tail. Um, you can do a dive bomb mm-hmm. attack. Yeah, it's like a uh, like a two D beat em up dive, dive dive attack. It's like that. It's that satisfying forty five degree like glide down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> um, and then you can climb up walls uh, yes. for a limited time until you get tired. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And this extends, you know, like in a lot of the newer games, uh, different enemies can be powered up with some of these things. So you do end up with cat Goombas and cat versions of all these other uh, 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 enemies up to and including Bowser, uh, or should I say mm-hmm. Meowser? Yes. Yes. Meowser. Meowser. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is great. I, I, I love this. You know, it, it, it is designed very cannily to take advantage of the 3D, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it, it's It's great for getting at secrets. Um, and I can see this being really welcome for newer players. They designed it kind of with that in mind with that wall scramble kind of thing. Like if you just kind of miss a jump, you can, you know, you've got a good amount of leeway to scramble back up. Um, it's very specifically a different take on the jump grace thing than a hover jump. Yes. Is, you know, so like the, the raccoon tail is automatic, like already that's what the raccoon tail is about. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, a hover jump, a double jump, these things are things to, you know, tools to make it so your jump doesn't have to be as precise. Being able to miss and land on the wall and climb up it is like another iteration of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's it's entirely, you know, fits within like theming and, uh, you know, it, it matches. It doesn't feel cheap to give mm-hmm. you another out. Like it's disguised ease mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. Disguised ease is a good way to put it. 
Um, yeah. There's another unique power-up to this game, the Double Cherry, uh, which clones mm-hmm. your character. You can actually do this multiple times. Each each one of these pickups that you get uh, will add a new copy of your character, uh, and you control them all at once. I was initially a little bit like confused by this, but they design levels around it and like specific bosses around it in a fun way. Yeah, uh, this was this was born as a fun glitch. Mm-hmm. Um, they were they were making the game and accidentally just uh, had two Mario's on the screen. Yeah, and they all <laughs> followed the same control, and they're like, "Why not go with that?" Yeah, Eureka. Um, you know, <laughs> and the way they use this is really clever because it 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 is a power up. It is useful to have bonus Mario's because if one of them dies. Uh, you know, you got got some extra Mario's, but then they end up doing these. You know, if you manage, it's it's more challenging because you have a bigger hitbox. Mm-hmm. Um, if you manage to keep your extra Mario's at the end of the level, they'll usually be uh, little scales you can land on. Yeah, uh, that will give you a bonus um, or a star. Yeah. Yeah. You navigate between these individual courses on an overworld map. Uh, think uh, Mario 3, think um, uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2. You've got this map you can walk around. Uh, they are generally unlocked linearly. You have to be one to get to the others. Uh, these sometimes branch, uh, but they might as well not because you're going to play all of them. Well, and uh, because of the the kind of meta structure of this, which is yes. based on stars. Yeah. Um, you know, each level has three stars in it, and there are different gates that are, you know that will kind of gate you depending on how many stars you've received. Yes. Um, typically, this is not always true. Typically, one of them will be on the path and pretty easy to get. Mm-hmm. So you're not guaranteed that star. There are definitely stages where I got through it without getting a star the first time and then came back. Yeah. Um, and the other two tend to be little secrets. These secrets can be dependent on different power-ups and the like. Yeah. So, you know, you could, maybe you have to bring a cat suit mm-hmm. in, uh, to this. This is aided by the fact that there are mushroom houses out on the open world where you can uh, get a power-up. You can also carry a spare power-up like Super Mario World. Yes. Uh, and you can uh, grab at that any time, like in Super Mario World. I'm just realizing. I just remembered you could press the button to drop it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you can you can do that in uh, in this as well. Yeah, um, so. it's it, it, it's it's good. Um, so I you know that that three star thing. I was initially you know when I when I first played this a little bit worried. I didn't play the I didn't beat this back then. Um, but you know, this time I got to the end and like the final, you know, the gate to open the final area, I only needed to go back and get five more stars. And like, mm-hmm. I was only as thorough as like, if I saw a star, I would try to get it. But if I didn't, then I didn't worry. Cause I figured there would be more. It only tripped me yeah. up at the end. And even then it was like 10 minutes of play to fix it. Well, there are a couple of little safeties involved for that too. Like, uh, set stages that uh, load you up on stars or the toad houses, which we'll talk about, Mm -hmm. um, which are easy way to get extra stars. Um, I typically don't find this adds very much like having those gates Mm -hmm. in there. The stars themselves function very similar to, you know, uh, stars in Mario 64 or whatever in that there are incentives to explore the level. Yeah. Yeah. They make the levels feel bigger than they are. And having that be entirely optional would be my preference, even though Mm -hmm. I did get, most of the stars, um, you know, just making that a thing where it's like, yeah, you can still experience the whole game if you don't want to mm-hmm. poke around. Yeah. Um, you know, that is a weird little bit of gating that I think probably doesn't age super well mm-hmm. or won't age very well you know, yeah. as, as games move away from that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's also, to your point, it's not odious. Right. Like, it's, it's pretty generous. Yeah. I didn't have to do anything I really didn't want to. 
you know, to get this. Like, I didn't have to go and, you know, redo a Plessy stage in order to get one that yeah. I missed because the auto-scroll passed it. We'll talk about Plessy stages a little bit later. Um, yeah. yeah, so this was designed around cooperative multiplayer, just like the Wii and Wii versions of um, the new Super Mario Brothers games. Um, uh, and uh, there are four players, four playable characters you can choose from, uh, five if you count the unlockable mm-hmm. Rosalina. Um, but you mm-hmm. have kind of the main four who, like I alluded to earlier, are coming back from Mario 2, uh, but also, uh, you know, kind of like mir- mirroring their stat differences as well. Yeah. When it's worth also noting that uh, the cooperative has a big asterisk on it. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you've played this multiplayer, but it is uh, a really interesting hybrid between cooperative and competitive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like the new Super Mario Brothers games, you get in each other's ways. You pick uh, each other up and, and throw each design. other. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And this this is even more chaotic being in 3D. <laughs> um, it also has an element where whoever has the most points gets a little crown. Mm. Uh, and you pass this back and forth between each other. So if you want to, and that is like entirely optional, like you can play this <laughs> totally cooperatively, like we're just going to try to get through the level. Yeah. But if you want to try to get through the level and get the most points, um, you can kind of do this multiple ways and you're mm. going to get in each other's way, even if you're trying not to. Yeah. Um, it is very fun chaos to me. This is a weird, uh, poll, but like that kind of chaos is something that people enjoy the Mario party games for. Yeah. And yeah. I think the Mario party games are excrement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think any of those have, have been good. I've never played one I think is fun. Yep. Um, I know that due to the giant bomb fellas, like those games have a popularity to them. Um, I've always thought they sucked, but this is that kind of fun chaos I want because you're doing it within the bounds of a Mario game. It's not yeah. like, you know, here's a mini stage where you're all jumping on alligators or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, no, like I'm just being Mario and Mario's getting in each other's ways. Like two, two Mario's <laughs> cannot occupy the same space. There's, yep. there's your hook. They will bounce. They, they, they will fly away from each other like magnets. Um, yes. Yeah. I like how fluid that is, too. You can, just, you can just decide, like, hey, it's an inclement situation. Let's, you know, be eyes on the prize. But you can decide to betray each other at any moment. You know, kind of <laughs> like when playing uh, It Takes Two. Um, I reserve the right to drop something on the other person. Uh, ben, yeah. hey Ben, so I'm, <laughs> isn't it fun yeah. how you thought I, that platform would be there, but then I yanked it out at the last minute, Ben? Yeah. And then just, uh, you know, Cody, <laughs> why'd you do that to me? This is just like when you didn't clean the garage. <laughs> um, and I'm not trying to make her the nagging one because they're both fucking awful. Yeah, uh, I just, I, I mean, between the kind of roughly weekly sessions of that and then also playing along with this, I've had 3D platformers kind of on the brain, you know? Yeah. And that's why I pulled that. That's why I had that pull, I guess. It, it's so fun, but I need that couple to get divorced. And I know it's not going to happen at the end. <laughs> yeah. And not just divorced. I need them to be divorced and then sign something that says they'll never marry anybody else. Yeah. No. It is like the worst fucking couple mm-hmm. I've ever seen. I. I cannot believe people are having emotional reactions to that game. Like, I know I've said that before, but <laughs> yeah, like, it yeah. blows my goddamn mind. <laughs> like, they're so unpleasant. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, the, our, our different, I'm <laughs> so mad about it takes two. Um, it's really fun. It's like uh-huh. incredibly fun as a oh, game. Yeah. They don't make you buy two copies if you want to play co op. It's yeah. really, like, in some ways, very good. It's really creative uh, and generous. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all the game that uh, A Way Out wasn't. Uh huh. You know, but it's just like, man, are they bad people? <laughs> and that's not the point. Right. Um, in this game, though, however, this 3D platformer, mm-hmm. Mario 3D World, 
uh, the four main characters we have uh, have different uh, properties we mentioned. Mario is your balance guy. Um, I played as Mario the entire time. Yeah. Um, it just felt right. When I tried uh, to dip into other people, I actually died more because I was unused to their trajectories. I can make Mario yeah. do what I want him to. Yes. Mario is my puppet. Yes. Um, Luigi uh, is like in Mario 2. He has the higher jump and he falls slow, but he has really low traction. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the pro character for speedruns. Yes. Uh, Luigi can, uh, get through the game, uh, watching speed runs of this is very fun. <laughs> and, uh, the Lu- Lu- Luigi play is just out of this world. Yeah. Um, Peach is back for, you know, some mm-hmm. rare gameplay, some rare playable experiences outside of the side games. Uh, she, uh, can jump and briefly hover just like in Mario too. Uh, but her run, uh, is the slowest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Toad uh, runs really fast, has really good traction, but he's not very good at jumping. Right. And this being a, a platform game, you can see how that might be problematic. It might, it might be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we talked about the power-ups. We talked about the, um, the little things on the, on the map that are not levels. Um, there are also little mini-boss bo- encounters. There are uh, little slot machines. Mm-hmm. You can do to get coins. Uh, coins are back, and every 100 coins you get a life. Um, you know, I ended this game with, like... 36 lives or something yeah so again it's a it's a vestigial yeah uh yeah this is not a difficult game uh we should say until you get to like the post game stuff but that is true of every mario i mean since like 1991 so yes yeah Yeah. uh the the most uh kind of media edition in terms of side things are the captain toad levels these things are Um, fucking delightful yeah, this, this is very, very fun. Ex- exceedingly cute. Mm-hmm. How, come, how come promoting Toad made him so much more cute? <laughs> because you like, know, private Toad can suck my dick. Captain Toad, though? I respect. <laughs> private, private Toad. Toad for money. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a private Toad. Toad for money. <laughs> um, you, just, you, you know he's not going to take advantage of the situation. Is he, is, he's going to be yeah. a good guy. Mostly he's just going to get lost in places. Captain Toad, uh, he, 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 he's a character. He is distinct from the... Uh, from the toad that you can control, the Royal Regent's toad or whatever it is. Uh, but he's got mm-hmm. a little headlamp. He's like a minor kind of guy. You find him in a couple of stages. Uh, you can like rescue him from certain things. But in these Captain Toad levels, you are trying to navigate ca- uh, Captain Toad uh, who cannot jump. You are uh, navigating him around these diorama levels that you can rotate and look at from the sides and from the top. Um, in order to gather these green stars while um, uh, getting out of the way of obstacles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that he can't jump, interesting origins of this, this started as a pitch for a Zelda game. Oh. Um, so this, yeah, this was uh, originally uh, dioramas that Link would be moving around, hmm. uh, Link who, who cannot jump. And then they end up using that look uh, for the remake of Link's Awakening. Nice. But nice. they they made a bunch of these dioramas and that's kind of the the pathway they took to this. Yeah. Um these are not hard either. Right. Um these are really easy, but um they expanded on these in their own game called Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, uh which I've not played for some reason even though yeah. I'm really interested. I got in it on sale on Wii U. Uh the problem is you have to plug in your Wii U to to play it yeah this was several several years ago as well i probably did about a third of it or so they're good i mean Mm -hmm. it's a it is a fantastic idea and 
it kind of shows Nintendo, or at the very least this team, kind of really understanding what 3D could and could not bring to the game and figuring out ways to design fun scenarios around it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, these th- this limitation, but also having these roughly cubic um, uh, levels, all of which can fit onto the screen at one time makes this feel incredibly different, even though it is the same engine and, you know, like a lot of, you know, similar hazards to what you experience elsewhere. Well, the similar hazards are really important. Like it, it's, it's really interesting. I want to see more things that use like the semiotics of Mario, mm-hmm. you know, like you, I know how a thwomp behaves. Yes. Like, you know, and, and you can use that as kind of a libretto. Like you run into things similar to like, uh, we cover Chocobo's mystery dungeon. Yeah. You know, which uses Final Fantasy as as a as a semiotic libretto mm-hmm. uh, to kind of you know not to sound pretentious, but it forms kind of a dried <laughs> dramaturgical dyad. Um, but the uh, it, it you know kind of explains that kind of stuff. So using that that shorthand mm-hmm. of knowing how a prana plant works, etc., knowing yeah. how ghosts work, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's really really clever. Yeah, and do other games like yeah. that. They brought that to Switch as well. They actually brought that that to Switch first, which kind of gave me hope that they would eventually bring 3D World over. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I, I downloaded the demo for it and I've played levels on that several times, uh, cause I do not feel like dropping the $40 to buy it full price and it will never get cheaper. Yeah. Someday I will buy it cause I've never played it. Yeah. Uh, I just have not done it yet, even though I am interested. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan. Another, uh, kind of special thing are the mystery house levels. Love these things. Um, these are really good. These are where the timer, uh, makes sense mm-hmm. where you will have 10 seconds uh, to do a series of very uh, kind of rapid fire mini stages that test some of the skills the game has been kind of teaching you. Yeah. Um, so you'll iterate on these things with, you know, intensifying music with a 10, 10 second time on every, every little miniature stage. Mm-hmm. Um, these are really fun. It's also a way to farm stars. Uh, they tend to have like eight or five. I think the first one's five, then it's eight, then it's 10 stars mm-hmm. uh, in them. So you can kind of, you know, Grab not farm stars, but grab a couple stars here if you're if you're short. Yeah, it's a way to bolster your uh, it's a way to bolster your account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, these are good. Uh, we'll talk about them when we get there. But the way that they escalate is a good time. What is not a good time? Uh, what is kind of replacing auto scroll stages on this? Although there are a few of those. Um, are these Plessy stages? Uh, am I talking mm-hmm. about the plaintiff in Plessy v. Ferguson? No, I'm talking about a big, dumb Loch Ness yes. monster. <laughs> Surprisingly, yes. Surprisingly, I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> little twist of the show. Yeah. <laughs> like, Nintendo's lost their fucking minds. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't see or hear the word Plessy without thinking about that infamous Supreme Court case, buddy. <laughs> No, it's, yeah, it's, well, it's a strong association, and, and it this, is. this little little critter doesn't do a lot to dissociate you from that. Yeah. Um, even though uh, I find Plessy to be largely redeemed in Bowser's Fury. Mm. Um, the idea here, this is something that Mario, 3D Mario games, this showed up in Galaxy and stuff too. Yeah. Mario have been uh, fucking around with this. Like, the slippery and kind of hard to control. Yeah. Uh, you know, obstacle course stages. These They definitely have these in... Uh, uh, not galaxy the the newer newest one odyssey. I blank yeah the they're, they're there on odyssey yeah odyssey yeah. yeah um is this kind of thing and uh he's he's a dipshit like he's you know there are mario designs that are just like really good and then sometimes it's just like what if there was a smiling moron <laughs> he's he's in the smiling moron stage yeah. of like designs for mario <laughs> and uh they're not very fun and they feature the biggest problem i have with them are that they feature missable stars yeah um which means you know 
you have no choice but to redo the entire level. They're mm-hmm. not very long, yeah. but if you miss a star at the end, you know, you might redo the level three or four times yeah. to get another shot at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these are just like downhill, uh, down, downhill, uh, like almost like, ah, like, like snowboarding kind of things. Almost. It's hard to say yeah. exactly what they are, but you're trying to find lines. They often have uh, kind of narrow, precarious path pathways that you need to go. He has a jump and you can kind of like lean him forward and move faster. Um, assuming that Plessy is male, I have no idea. I just did this. This was a this was a real bummer. He he is good in uh in in Bowser's Fury. I I will grant mm-hmm. you that. <laughs> yeah, he re- he redeems himself when he's more of an all purpose motorcycle. Yes. Um, there were a bunch of because Nintendo, uh, when this came out on the Wii U, they were like, let's take advantage of every stupid feature the Wii U has. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, you know, me integration and touchscreen controls and the microphone. And collectible stamps for communicating via the Miiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff is thankfully just kind of ditched, yeah, uh, or or greatly reduced to the game's you know no detriment at all. Yes, yeah, you know, like I'm I'm trying to imagine the use case for the person who is sad that they can't blow on their Switch, mm-hmm. you know, now, and it's like, man, I I hated doing that mm-hmm. when I was playing the Wii U version. Like it just like the waggle or whatever, like all of these novel. Uh, control scheme things that Nintendo does have never really worked for me. Yeah. And I'd much prefer just to have a joystick and buttons. Mm-hmm. And this has that. Yeah. Um, you know, the the way that the stamps work as opposed to communicating via the Miiverse, uh, they're just collectibles. Yes. And, uh, you know, so if it's another thing you want to collect, you can collect them. If not, A-OK. Mm-hmm. And I can only think of three stages that use the touchscreen stuff. Where mm-hmm. just you just tap tap on the screen in order to make something happen with the uh, with, with the platformers where the platforms uh, that pop out mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know and nothing of value was lost uh, because yeah. the switch is a good system and it shows Nintendo heading in a smart direction um, where yeah, like, buttons do things yeah cut it out <laughs> you know whatever like the the um, our our zone or whatever phantom zone mm-hmm. you know like touch control thing that they'll come up with next like there'll probably be something yeah that they'll do yeah after this but we're in this golden age right now where nintendo's realizing like buttons and control you know control sticks are good they're good yeah, yeah. um this is a good looking game um mm-hmm. and you know that that is both like fidelity like good colors good textures etc blah 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 but also it's just like pleasant to, to to look Very at pleasant. and pleasant to be in the design just the visual design is you know as it's pleasing and soothing and it doesn't get in the way communicates everything that you need to sometimes you're in a place with cookie wheels <laughs> yeah and it's like I, I i would like to stand on a cookie yeah what's that like you know it, it's a uh, it's joyous yeah uh, in a way that mario games are you know, this is this is part of the appeal of a Mario game. Yeah. Um, this is one of the better articulations of it to me. Yeah. Um, I like this game significantly more than I like Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Odyssey was like a B. Like, I liked Odyssey. But this feels more joyous to me. Yeah. And part of it is because of the more abstracted level design. I exactly. Think. Yeah. That's, that's um, 100% why I like it. Yeah. Like, it, it feels like you are in a fun playground, not like I'm on a desert planet. You know, I don't know why Mario keeps going to desert planets. I yeah. You know, I never really think that's that, that fun. The spice this is blow. more just like surrealist spaces. Yeah. Um, and uh, it works as that. Um, 
you know, and, and just a wide variety of them as well. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about that earlier with like these different gimmicks, but like, this is the very definition of a game that's like, you know, if you're bored, just wait a minute because mm -hmm. the, the next stage will be something entirely different yeah. with its own unique selling point most of the time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, disliking one of them or being annoyed by one of them is always a temporary experience. Yeah. You know, and there are like, almost always there are some gimmicks or like some biomes that only show up once. And I found myself yeah. like wanting them to iterate on it, but no, they're like, yeah, well, we have something else that we want to show you, you know, like a, a lot of them get, uh, iterated on in the challenge map yeah, in the final area. And that's where you get the really cool, like, oh, the, you know, these timing platforms that, that appear and disappear on the beat. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, what, what can you do with those? How can you yeah. mix those up with other things? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and we, we talked about the soundtrack as well, just a, just raucous jazz music, uh, that mm -hmm. you would hear played at the best damn, uh, pet shop in town. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just a big, big band, <laughs> baby Kings of the Tut Tut sound. Um, the, uh, so this, uh, began development with a hundred person team just writing ideas for levels with sticky notes, putting them on the walls everywhere, and then just choosing the best one and testing them. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of where, you know, you can see the origins of that, uh, wait a second, it'll change yeah. feeling. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, we talked about the, uh, about the super bell, uh, they wanted to basically they started with the, with the abilities that they wanted to give people that extra, uh, uh, jump grace, the melee attack. And they figured, uh, what encapsulates all of that? Well, we could just make him a kitty cat, uh, and mm -hmm. a sensation was born. <laughs> yeah and uh and, and a good sensation at that mm -hmm. um we talked about the origins of the double cherry being a mistake but i think that that's interesting in terms of like the culture around this yeah. game starting out you know like just go with it because it's cool mm -hmm. and there's kind of a, a joyous freedom yeah that you can kind of feel in this and that's you know don't please don't at me if it's like oh actually like you know people were crunched to death in this i don't actually know but yeah. it's just ignorance yeah. if i'm not speaking to the labor atrocities yeah. In this. yeah it seems fun mm -hmm. you know they, they portrayed it as fun whether it was truly fun or not yeah it looks like there was a great amount of freedom at least as far as getting ideas into the game and working really well you know like mm -hmm. resources were thrown at these ideas if they if they ended up being any fun at all yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, there were originally plans to have Yoshi in as a playable character. Uh, this was scrapped uh, early on uh, because Yoshi is a confusing, confusing monster. Uh, yeah, <laughs> would he be a character that, that that another person ran around as? Would he be something yeah. that you rode? <laughs> yeah, you, you got to figure out what it is you do. Yoshi, it, it, it's, <laughs> Think of what you do before you come out here, Yoshi. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't talk. The um, yeah, I I am I am a okay with them not adding Yoshi yeah. to this, and they specifically uh, substitute Yoshi for Princess Peach. Yes, which which is cool because uh, Princess Peach is cool. Mm -hmm. hey, Princess Peach. Um, this is the second best selling game for the Wii U, uh, placing it right behind Mario Kart Eight. Mm -hmm. Sold um, four copies, you know, is, two of them to us. Yeah, <laughs> so bought a Bing. Um, <laughs> You know, but uh, this was really well received. It's also sold well on the Switch, mm -hmm. um, you know, and uh, has been critically acclaimed. It was like one of the best selling games this year, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, well deserved. Like, it's yeah. great. Mm -hmm. um, and to get, kind of get people to double dip, 
uh, like myself, like I probably would have double dipped just to not have to get out my Switch. Yeah, yeah. But because they were generous, they included um, a, they call it a mode, but it's a game yeah. uh, called Bowser's Fury, um, which like it's kind of ridiculous to say this right before we're just going to talk tons of sugar about 3D World. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like Bowser's Fury more than I like 3D World. Mm. Bowser's Fury might be my favorite 3D Mario. Nice. Um, I really love it. Yeah. It, it So it occupies this really nice kind of in-between space. Um, between the, uh, kind of the fun abstract, um, uh, playgrounds of, you know, 3d world and the more persistent, uh, kind of aspect of, uh, odysseys, uh, and specifically like sunshine really, um, because you, you, the entire thing takes place on this gigantic lake and all the different places are islands, uh, and you are in about, you are in Mario's body the entire time. There's no like world map. You're navigating between them, uh, kind of doing mm-hmm. explicitly like Mario 64 style, like named challenges to get these little cat shines that you need to find. Yeah. It's got, it's got that it's got, because it is an open world, there's lots of secrets in the connective tissue. Mm-hmm. Um, use Plessy as kind of your vehicle yeah. to get around. He's much more fun in that context when you're not on like a, you know, a narrow track when you're on Rainbow Road. Well, it's fun when you're like, uh, so the, the, the idea is that Bowser went on vacation to this lake and he got covered by this horrible ink and turned into a kaiju. Um, and mm-hmm. Bowser Jr. kind of teams up with you, Mario, as you go and try and defeat Bowser, but also get rid of all of this ink that has overtaken the area, like in a, um, in a Mario Sunshine uh, corruption kind of way. Um, and good. It's got tons of um, Breath of the Wild DNA. Yeah, yeah. Like the the Blood Moon happens. Like mm-hmm. Bowser wakes up, big dark evil Bowser wakes up, and everything starts storming, and he shoots fireballs at you. And mm-hmm. the way you get rid of him is uh, either getting a star. Mm-hmm. So all of these different, you know, contained almost like stages that are getting a star have a challenge version you can do mm-hmm. if you're doing them wild owls dodging bowser but bowser will also destroy parts of the landscape yeah uh like change the landscape create platforms and stuff um and you have these boss fights you're doing where you are uh getting enough uh cat shines to unlock the mega bell which turns (laughs) you into a giant cat mario it turns you into super saiyan cat mario (laughs) yeah super saiyan cat mario where you you fight uh these like legit boss fights like you know, we, we, t- we talked about Mario boss fights a lot, and I think that's a, that's a really, you know, effective shorthand. Like, everybody knows what a Mario boss fight Do something is going to be like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these have, like, health bars and stuff. This feels like a boss fight in a different type of game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you the, the, there are attack patterns you learn to, to dodge. Yeah. Uh, in, in these. Um, and that just, you know, and then Bowser goes, eh, and goes back, <laughs> back home, and it opens up another section of the map. Um it's like like an eight or nine hour open world Mario game. Yeah, and if 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 that doesn't sound cool to you, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's a uh, it's exceptionally good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you really you've, really fun. You've beaten it. I think I've probably played about three four hours of it, something like that, and I've been really impressed. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I haven't done I haven't done a hundred percent completion because it it goes into collectible zone. Yeah, yeah. On that, but I have gone back and done. I've done all the stages. Yeah. Uh, in it, you know, and, and it's, uh, it's really neat too. It does the, it's very similar to 64 where it's like, you have this Island that counts as a stage. It has its first thing it has you do, but when you show up again, the geography will be changed and you'll have a different, mm-hmm. like an entirely different goal. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. It, it does a lot with a little. Yeah. 
um, um has like no. it, it really canny backtracking that they have you do uh because of that mm-hmm. and, and I, I don't know there's something that i love about just having the having the name of all of the stars that you're going to get these cat shines and then having having each of them be like their own little riddle of where you need to go and what you need to do mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you can multitask on them you can get them ahead of time mm-hmm. you know it doesn't kick you out of the stage or make you start over or anything which was an annoying thing about mario 64 yeah um yeah it's a it's it's really really good and just as a as a bonus thing like you know an eight hour game for for 40 bucks or 50 bucks or something like that is is sometimes a tough value proposition Mm -hmm. um you know if this was expanded a little bit like if they do a bowser fury 2 or if the next mario game is like this it'll be a day one purchase for me as somebody who is mildly disappointed with odyssey yeah and Um, it is i mean I don't know. I would not hesitate at all to recommend getting this package, even at 60 bucks, with the two amazing oh, yeah. games uh, kind of joined together like this. If you haven't played Mario 3D World, like, mm-hmm. what the fuck are you doing? Like, 100% yeah. pick this up. Like, this is, this is you will you will have fun. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it it is almost like somebody <laughs> putting a gun to your head and just like, you know, you're going to have fun or you're going to swallow every fucking bullet I give you. <laughs> like, you will have fun. Yep. It is... Uh, exceptionally fun yeah uh and that's going to be it for the public part of this this epo yes it is uh if you would like to hear the rest rest of this you can go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv at five dollars per month you get not just the rest of this episode but the uh entire the whole versions the complete versions of every premium episode we have done to date which is lots of them Mm mm-hmm yeah and uh if you have to pop in and then pop out you know pop in listen to them pop out Mm -hmm. we don't mind not we understand we, there's still a pandemic on. Yeah, we, we 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 designed it so you could do that. So go forth, go forth and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be back next week with uh, with uh, you know the dispatch episode. Dispatch. Yeah.